0: Welcome to the Summer's Time Podcast. This episode is part of a special series.
1: Throughout this time of social distancing and isolation in our home, we've had a lot of discussions around what's happening at the proverbial front lines of COVID-19. There's what you read on social media and what you hear in the news, but we really felt compelled to connect with individuals on a few specific areas that kept surfacing in our conversations. So in this series, we are taking time after putting the kids to bed to hold late night phone conversations with people on specific topics to better understand what they are up against, how we can help support them, and to have them help answer some of our most burning questions.
0: Today, we dig into education by interviewing a high school teacher in the Chicagoland area. Among other topics, she shares her perspective on how teachers are coping during these times, tips on how to parent through e-learning, and how to talk to your kids about COVID-19. I'm Jim
1: and I'm Emily and we're, we're the, the summer's, summer's family.
0: family she works in an office
1: and he runs the home
0: together we're raising our four kids with an emphasis on family adventure and the arts
1: welcome to the summer's time podcast <music> having four kids of our own of like younger school age years, Mm -hmm. we have really been asking ourselves how we should be educating them or what we need to be doing as parents to make sure that they're not falling behind and that we're doing the right things. And so this has been um, a really like tricky area and we've seen a lot of differing opinions about the do's and the don'ts as we all collectively navigate education and parenting at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we thought it would be really cool to bring someone on the show, a guest who Mm -hmm. is an educator. Um, This is Katie Komernicki. She is a high school science teacher who also has three children of her own. And uh, we prepared some questions for Katie, but uh, Katie, welcome to the show.
0: Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited.
1: So we wanted to start off with um, your perspective and maybe a, a little glimpse into what teachers are feeling right now, um, you know, what we can do to support teachers, maybe some things that we may not understand or know about because we don't have the perspective of being teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys going through? Like, what are the conversations? What's going on right now?
2: You know, that's a really good question. Um, it's It's been different depending on the day, um, but kind of as the situation has unfolded, especially as we get into like real e-learning starting tomorrow, not just like enrichment. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's getting a little bit heavier now. Like the real deal. Um, my pulse on, in my own opinion, and my pulse on my coworkers and colleagues and everything I've seen is, we want to make sure we're providing still an education for our kids so in in the way that they're feeling some sense of normalcy, um, some routine. You know, they miss their teachers, we miss our students, and so we right. want to provide that but also kind of towing the line of understanding the situation that is actually going on in the world and how emotions might be running high. Students might have sick parents, neighbors, grandparents at home. And so there's a lot of social emotional um, layers to this as well. So we're trying to provide an education while being conscious of the social emotional aspect of the coronavirus and how it's affected our world around us. Um, But we want to provide some layer of like routine and normalcy. And I personally think that's really important. And I think it's important that we do move to e-learning and remote learning because of that to some degree.
1: How much content did you guys already have? Like, are you starting from scratch as you build the e-learning? This has been something that I've been really curious about. Like, how do you go from being in the classroom to suddenly doing e-learning? And how much time are you talking about that it's taking you guys to put all of this together?
2: That's actually another really good question, um, and we've had a lot of discussions about that over the past two weeks, um, my coworkers and I, and, and with our bosses and, and our principals and so, so forth. Um, we are, I am kind of picking up where we left off, but starting very slow, and that was really what was echoed today, and we had a bunch of webinar meetings today, and and the message really was start slow. Let the kids get their feet wet with this. Feel free to review, take some extra time, and and also know that we're probably not going to get through all the content that we would have. Actually, we're not. (laughs) There's no way we're going to get through all the content. But at the same time, it's not really about the content. We love content, but we we love our kids even more. We love our students even more. And so at first, I was in my head, I'm thinking, I'm too nervous to you know, videotape myself and put it out there for the kids, right? Um, to record myself in a lecture um, or record myself talking about something or just even saying hello or good morning. Um, but very quickly today, I videotape myself multiple times just kind of put myself out there. So there's a, a big level of vulnerability, but I think the students really need that and they need to see us. They need to see our faces. They need to see us saying good morning to them. They need to see us... Um, talking to them and not just pointing us in the direction of here, watch this video clip on this piece of content. Um, So
0: So that kind of brings up another point that I had heard a little earlier in the week that Wisconsin, I think it was has made a state mandate that they will not, they're going to do e-learning just like we are here in Illinois Mm -hmm. and probably everywhere in the country. Um, But they're not going to be introducing like any new topics. They're going to just be doing like mainly review from what they've oh. been doing, and then through the end of the year, and then obviously that'll just pick up when hopefully we all go back, the kids all go back to school in the fall. But they're not going to do like any new groundbreaking concepts or anything like that. Is that similar in Illinois, or is it going to be?
2: Um, I new? plan on introducing new stuff. I do. Um, so that's definitely not the case. But we are okay. cutting stuff from the curriculum. We are right. we are acknowledging the fact that we're not going to get through as much. Um, We're going to go a little bit slower, maybe even go a little bit deeper or maybe maybe do a topic that maybe where you left off. Um, you just want to start fresh with a new topic, Um, maybe something that's more relevant. I know some teachers are, you know, especially being a science teacher and math teacher, they're kind of rolling with this coronavirus thing. Um, I know in my anatomy class, we have the lymphatic system coming up, which is part of the immune system. And I'm like, it's a tough system to teach, especially remotely, but it's going to be so relevant, I'm thinking, to this whole coronavirus and COVID-19 thing. Um, So I think things are different, but we're definitely introducing new topics and at least least for us.
1: <laughs> so are, are kids gonna be staring at a screen all day long? How does e learning work? Do you have um do you are there ways that you make it interactive?
2: They are probably going to be staring at a screen. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, that's how you have to unfortunately, do it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well and and I w- something I probably should added to the earlier question was um we're adding new topics, but the focus is on trying to make it as engaging as possible, not just telling them to watch a video clip or read an article, you know, or even lecturing every time, you know, switch it up, make it engaging with understanding that you're not seeing them face to face in, in to, you know, for the first week, it's probably going to be a little exciting, a little bit new, but after, you know, we do this more than a week, which I'm sure we probably will, um, that's going to get old, you know, so we have to switch it up. We have to be creative and that's exactly what we're trying to do. I spent a lot of time today talking about how can we be creative? How can we, Engage with the students in a way that they're going to enjoy this experience, you know, Um, so yeah, we'll be introducing new stuff and we're going to try to make it engaging and unfortunately they'll be staring at a screen. (laughs) Um, I sent home some hard copies of stuff, but I'm not going to assume kids can print from home. That's something I I for sure won't assume Um, and I don't I really don't think any teacher should assume a student can print from home, so um, it's going to have to be digital and so um, yeah. Although, actually, to go on to that, sorry, I do know some teachers, like, some chemistry teachers are having students, like, go on, like, scavenger hunts in their home for things and um, taking certain things and trying to make, uh, like, an experiment with them, like, hands-on things in their home. So, you can make it, I guess, not so much stare at (laughs) a screen. You can make it a little bit more interactive, but they'll have to go back to the screen and, like, submit their work through the screen, so...
0: Do you know if I mean we're talking about e learning and my former job I was an e learning developer and so I can think of the different e learnings that I helped build and, and and put out there and everything, but one of them was I think you mentioned Katie earlier that you were on webinars. Do you know if they're gonna be doing anything like that or is it all gonna be strictly just e learning courses that the kids are gonna be taking? So they're never I guess what my question is, are they ever gonna see you live? Yeah, as a teacher, teacher to, to student. Is that a possibility?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I did tell my students before they left I would never require them to be on at a certain time. I think that's difficult in this time, especially, you know, if they're taking care of their siblings or if they, they have other responsibilities at the home that they can't. You know, if I say you have to be online at 9 a.m., right? Um, I feel like that's that's a little bit tricky. And, and same for elementary school kids. I feel like it would have to be optional. But that is definitely an option that we can put out there. Um we were given office hours, you know, certain times for office hours where we could do um, a live
0: training, tell the kids, or, like, yep, yeah. live.
2: We can say, I'm going to be, here's the code to the Google Hangout or the Google Meet or the Zoom. Um, Meet me here at this time. And, and they can have the option of, of coming and doing a live thing. And I honestly, for my own kids, actually, I hope that my own kids' teachers provide that. I don't know if they will, but I hope they do. Um, especially being in dual language, I can't speak Spanish with my kids, so I'm kind of hoping they offer those opportunities to speak Spanish with my kids <laughs> live. That would be kind of cool. Right. Um. But yeah, definitely that is an option for sure.
1: I saw something online that I thought was really, really good. It was someone who said, as the e-learning becomes um, a little bit more normal and rolled out, and more people are experiencing it, that we all need to have perspective that these teachers have spent, you know, a very short window of time getting prepared for that and and to be they they were the the person was basically saying let's try not to be critical of the teachers who have an impossible job right now and I just thought that was a really good reminder because like you were saying in the beginning you were nervous to even do a video of yourself you guys are really making yourselves vulnerable and Mm -hmm. you know there's there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people to be judgy about it and I think we really have to do the opposite of that and just you know really admire all of the work that you guys have put into making it even a possibility.
2: Yeah, I can't echo that more. I was going to say the support from parents just to be understanding. Um, we're gonna we're gonna slip up. Mistakes are gonna happen we're all kind of in this together is what I keep thinking. And and if there is something wrong, just communicate, you know, and and I tell the kids the same way. I, you know, if, if something's wrong, just communicate. Um, I linked a video, I did my first, um, live or not live, but my first video lecture today. And I've never done that before. I videotaped myself, um, talking about a certain topic in anatomy. Um, and of course it was reproductive system. So it was even better. And, (laughs) and (laughs) I, 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 I linked it on my canvas pages, um, awkward lecture video. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was just the most awkward. I'm like, this is hilarious. I'm like, and I, I spent so much, you know, I spent time doing it. So I'm like, I'm not even going to redo it. But what I said was fine. It's just my mannerisms, you know, it was just right. totally a state of vulnerability and, uh, you know, a it's lot all of new. And, <laughs> and it's new. I'm yeah. like, these will get better. It's fine. But they're, they're going to have a good chuckle at it, my, my seniors.
1: <laughs> so what else can parents and the communities do to support teachers throughout all of this?
2: I would say really, I would just say communicate um, and, you know, know that we know that at home is tough right now sometimes. Um, today, I had a lot of conversations about balance, like how how much is the right amount to to ask a kid to do each day for e-learning. We're all learning that right now. And, and honestly, I, I had a whole different lesson planned and I changed it at 5 p.m. because <laughs> um, c- I thought to myself, you know what, wait a second, I need, this is a little bit too much. I'm gonna scale back a little bit. And so, like I said, just to be understanding and communicate and if it is too much, Just just let us know nicely. Um, We're not really sure. We have our families at home, too. So we're kind of all navigating this new. um, So I just I I guess we would just ask for your support and understanding and and just communicate with us, communicate with um, your student, Um, ask your student to communicate with us. (laughs) We love that. Um, and so that's really, I think would be the most number one thing. Um, and just know that we are trying our best, uh, in this new adventure of e-learning, but I am excited for it. Honestly, I think it's kind of a neat opportunity that technology is, is allowing us to do. And I'm learning so much.
0: (laughs) Oh, I bet. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's a two way street here. We're all learning things at home and, and teachers, especially, and other People working out there in the workforce are, are learning things as well. So one yeah. other thing um, that I wanted to ask as well was uh, based on that, and I've seen a few um, pa- people online who have, they, they're showing what they're doing with their kids um, during the week. Mm-hmm. And some are saying um, they're going crazy with it. And others are just kind of saying, you know what, I'm just going to let it be. Um, yeah. What do you think the level of responsibility that parents have for their kids' education right now? Should they be freaking out, blowing it off? Will kids fall behind? What is your What are your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, my gut reaction to that question is the level of responsibility hasn't changed; it's just different. But then hmm. okay. reality sinks into my brain, and I think to myself, "Well, wait a second. I didn't. I honestly, I'm so lucky." I tell Will when he comes home from school, sit down do your math homework, and I don't help him. And he does his math homework. Um, I'm just, I, we are lucky. We're, we're, you know, and same with me. I sit down to do your homework, and, and I don't really help them. I don't have to help them. Um, things have shifted a little bit. So I guess the responsibility is a little bit higher. But um, I know when this whole thing, when this whole, you know, stay at home order went down in the beginning, I saw, you know, just from a parenting perspective, there was all of these posts, and I, I really had to like stop looking at them, of parents filling their kids' day with, you know, boom, 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 we got to do this, we got to do this. And I know in their heart they were just trying to provide some sense of routine and normalcy for their, for their kids, but it was like too much for me to look at. Um, we definitely have taken it slow around here. We've taken the past two weeks, you know, that first week of um, where they were supposed to be in school, but it was the Act of God days. We had some routine with the enrichment, but it wasn't crazy. It really wasn't. Um, And then spring break, I kind of let them chill out a little bit more. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. And now we're back to, you know, e-learning. We're back to some routine. But I would say just make sure you have balance and don't let anything stress you out. If school is stressing you out, do what you can and stop. (laughs) I (laughs) I can guarantee teachers will recept that warmly because I know if I got an email or, um, any kind of communication from a parent or student saying, here's how much I got done. And then we had a breakdown or, and then I had to take care of my little sister or whatever. I would be completely fine with that. And I would, I would respect that person so much. So um, I would say the name of the game is balance. Do what you can. It's going to be okay. Are the kids going to learn as much as if they weren't face to face in school? Probably not, but that's just the reality of the situation. Um, And you have to accept that and move on. And, just enjoy the time with your kids and and, and enjoy this interesting opportunity that you get um, to work alongside their teacher. I mean, this is probably going to be the closest that you'll get to work with their teacher, right? So it's kind of neat. You get to know them a little bit more um, and you get to spend this time with your kids. So do as much as you can. Don't worry about the academics. They'll be just fine. Um, they're, they're kids. They're young. They're resilient. <laughs> um, they'll be just fine when they go back to school in the fall. <laughs>
1: I think another thing that's been stressing parents out is device usage and what the right amount is. I think most people kind of agree the device usage is going to go up, you know, even if you just look at e-learning by itself, like you're going to be staring at a screen. But I know that um, device usage, it seems, tends to be up in our house. It's been up. Yep. and, and we thought it would be interesting for you to share some perspective on, um, you know, maybe some things that parents should be thinking about when it comes to devices. Because I know you and I had spoken months ago about mm-hmm. um, some things that as we all get more accustomed to devices and they become more prevalent, things like appropriate picture taking and that, uh-huh. you know, teaching your kids that pictures can Etiquette. be, they, they live <laughs> forever. Um, yeah. And so just wanted to get your thoughts on some of the things that maybe parents have haven't necessarily thought of, but might want to be considering as device usage goes up?
2: That's a tough question. And I might not be the best person to ask because I'm the person on the pediatrician forum when Will was really little that wrote, you know, how much TV time does he have? And I wrote like the time and the recommendation was like much, like half of that. <laughs> so I got <laughs> in trouble for that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't even know. So, um, but I would say you know, I, what's interesting is I, as a teacher, I'm super organized. I'm meticulous. I'm a planner. I'm like type A in teaching and, and I'm pretty organized at home too, but I, I cannot schedule. I don't, I don't schedule as much at home. So I would say just pay attention to like, for me, what's worked is I don't, I don't set timers. I guess we have in the past. I haven't
0: We've done that. Around. Yeah, we've done that in the past. Timers is a good way to do it. But now it it's is. a little different. But it's
2: hard because, like, today, I, Ru- my husband, Russ, was on meetings. I was on meetings. And honestly, like, we just needed the kids occupied because we were both on meetings, like right. live meetings that we couldn't. So today was a terrible day for devices for us. Um, but knowing that, you know, I would say you're going to, the bottom line is they're gonna be on a device more because they're gonna be using it for for their education, for what they were in school for, they're gonna be using a device. So what's kind of neat, what has come up out of this whole like COVID-19 thing is all those awesome like free educational uses for tech, like the zoos are doing real really cool things. And mm-hmm. I'm finding that my kids are using the, te- the device for educational things, whereas before it was more just like games only. Whereas now, even though we haven't done super structured educational time yet, even when they're on the device, they're using it for educational things because they're getting like friends will talk about stuff. And we had a neighbor that set up like a little quiz, like a live quiz for the neighborhood kids. And it was just like a trivia game. So we did a trivia game together because they couldn't all be together to play games. So we did it, you know, via the devices. So the time is going to go up. That's inevitable. It's something we can't control. Um, But I would say... You know, I feel like I have been in tune with a little bit more of what they're doing versus when this ha- before this went down. I feel like I wasn't as in tune with what they were doing on their devices, but now since we're all home all day and we're constantly in each other's business, I feel like I'm actually looking at what they're doing a little bit more. Um, and so maybe just making sure that you're looking at what they're doing a little bit more. And if it stresses you out to set a timer, just kind of Think to yourself every now and then, I think they've been on long enough, let's go outside. That's what we kind of do. I'll be like, you know what, all right, everybody off their device. You know, I won't even know how long they've been on there, but I'll, I'll in my head I'll say, I think it's enough, we're going outside. Or we're all going to play a board game now. Or we're all just going to play something else. We're going to read a book or anything like that. So I don't, honestly, I don't have any tried and true device advice
0: advice
2: <laughs> device advice but, um, I, like device advice. but yeah. uh, I would just say again it's all about balance um, and they're going to be on it more that's just the nature of the beast um, Will was actually sent home with a Chromebook I don't know um, if your kids were but um, my third grader has a Chromebook at home which he's been playing like math games on a lot so um, that I'm okay with that usually
1: <laughs> you know what I found myself doing is I've made this mental note almost that every day um if you just take a 10 minute window say and i'll sit next to the kid while they're on their device and just mm-hmm. I'm n- not even talking to them just, just observing watch. what they're doing yeah. and it is such a small window of time but I've learned yeah. so much and yes. not having been at home before I wouldn't have done that and our weekend's so jam-packed like there just really wasn't the opportunity well there probably was the opportunity but I just never took the initiative to do it and there's mm-hmm. become so much more of an opportunity to do it now so I think that's really good advice is just sit next to them check it out see what's going on They, yeah. I actually found that they were excited to show me what they were doing like it was a Oh, bonding yeah. thing well they get to spend kind of more funny. time
0: with you for sure because you're working yeah. from home full-time now so they get to spend yeah. more time with you and and they want to show you things that they wouldn't normally be able to do
1: another parent told me that they um ha- having if they could go back in time they would not allow their kids to bring their devices into their bedrooms which i thought uh-huh. was really good advice actually like it almost kind of contains a space that you can do it but also as they get older i think there's more concerns with having a device in your bedroom yeah and like what are you you sneakily doing in there um so setting that precedent from a young age i think um i thought that was interesting advice as well
2: yeah i always if i find one in their bedrooms because sometimes well right now Russ is working on the main floor or we don't have a door in our office. So if he's on a conference call, the kids have to go in the basement or upstairs. So they've been in their room sometimes on their devices, but I, Oh, I never let them keep them in there overnight because I cannot stand the idea of them waking up, seeing it and going on it right away. Even in their room, I want them to wake up and not go on their devices right away. So I always like come around and like swoop them and like a little fairy. And I put them all in the same spot every night
1: you mentioned um, some things like zoos are posting more um, like virtual tours or that type of thing that kids can have more education on their devices. What other resources and tools would you suggest to listeners um, when it comes to education? And it could be for kids of all ages. I know that you obviously teach older kids, but you have younger kids. So any resources or tools you would share?
2: Um, first, I would definitely ask your child's teacher. Um, a lot of schools get mm-hmm. access to really, really great programs that you would have to pay for otherwise. Um, that the school already pays for or gets a discount on. Um, so, number one, ask your child's teacher for a list of resources if they don't already send them to you. Honestly, they should be sending them to you. But ask your kid's teacher what are some what are some programs that you might have through the school that we could be playing on um so will has been doing a bunch of um prodigy are you guys familiar with prodigy
0: yep yeah the okay, kids i was
2: gonna say prodigy is really good two
0: of our kids use it too <laughs>
2: yep epic do you guys do epic
0: i haven't heard of that one no.
2: It's a reading. The kids love it. So Epic is a good one, but you have to have, usually it's through the school. There's A to Z kids. Do you guys have A to Z kids?
0: I've heard of that one. And Jane uses reading eggs. Okay. Another one. Um, Do you
2: guys have Freckle is another good one. That's math, ELA, um, Hmm. social studies. Will told me about this one today when I asked him. Um, there's this one called Wonderopolis. Have you ever heard of it? No, No, I
0: haven't heard of that one. Oh my
2: gosh. Everybody should check out Wonderopolis. I went on and he says he does it in stations at school. These are the conversations that come out. This is wonderful. (laughs) I said, Wonderopolis. (laughs) So I look it up. And it's actually from like the national centers for family learning. So it's free and there's a wonder of the day and kids submit wonders and you can, there's, he, he goes, it's so cute. He's like, there's articles we read and there's videos about it. So they must do the wonder of the day in one of their stations at school. Hmm. Um, But it's a really, it's free. Like I said, um, they actually have like summer camps, like online summer camps for kids like geared towards STEM and music. And um, it's just to get kids, and their family is active, which is perfect for this time of year. So definitely check right. out Wonderopolis. Um, just Google it online. It's really good. Um, and like I said, they have a wonder of the day. So even if you're sitting around the dinner table, I, as soon as I saw that, I said, oh, this is perfect. There's a wonder of the day. Every day there's a new one and you can read about it. And they even like highlight vocab terms for kids and define them. You can just hover over that and they're defined for the kids. Um, it's a really, so that one I would say is wonderful only because it's probably the only free one um, where it's just a website that um, you and your family can do it together. Um, as far as older kids go, I always love the TED-EDs. you guys ever seen the TED-EDs? Ed, Ted no.
1: it's Ted a TED Talk, like an educational TED Talk?
2: It's an educational TED Talk. I show them with my own students, but I've been getting daily emails ever since this has been, um, ever since we've in a stay at home order, I get daily emails and they have one for elementary, middle school, high school, and then even the university level. Oh, They'll have great. like a little video wow. clip there. Yes. And the video clips are wonderfully put together. Um, I, like I said, I show some of them at, with my own students, depending on the topic we're talking about, but I really have enjoyed these daily emails. They usually don't do that, but now I, I've been getting them and I'm like, now interested in the elementary school ones because it's just geared towards different age levels even for my own kids um so ted ads are really good um really older kids khan academy is wonderful crash course i've heard of khan academy
0: yeah yeah
2: Mm -hmm. um and the guy who does crash course i show his videos all the time in my anatomy class he's wonderful but he has um all sorts of good videos um he talks a little fast but he has it's a great supplement to whatever they're learning in the classroom if it's a similar topic um so just a few i don't have a ton i guess for little kids i I kind of started asking around a little but um i would say number one ask your child's teacher just email him or her for any kind of resources they would recommend and i think that's probably the best way to go um it's
1: super helpful. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot a lot in there of, that we did not know about. Absolutely. We, Thank you. <laughs> making mm-hmm. notes. Um, so any parting words, teacher wisdom that um, you feel like maybe wasn't said here, but you would want to make sure that parents know during this time?
2: I would just say we're all a little bit nervous. We're all a little bit excited. And we all miss our students, like hands down. Um I did a little video clip for my students today just to check in and say, hi. And I held our new little puppy and I had Graham next to me <laughs> and my students were commenting all the cutest little things like, oh my gosh, Graham is so cute. Oh, Ruby, so cute. I even had one student say, good to hear from you. You know, I miss them. I, I have a class that I just want to go out to coffee with. They're, they're, that, they're, the, just a certain kind of class. And I just, all I want to do is just talk to them about life. <laughs> and um, I miss them. And it makes me actually really sad because I have teach two senior classes. It makes me sad that I might not even see them for the rest of the year because they're graduating. So it's, it's kind of a, set, a somber, like, sad time for teachers, too. This is not our idea of teaching. Um, and to me, it just emphasizes how much the classroom actually matters. Being face-to-face and, and really look, like looking at your students each day means so much more now that I can't. Um, so I would just say we miss our students. Um, do your best. Don't stress out about it, but do your best with with the schooling. It's going to be okay
1: well Katie thank you for joining us today this was really insightful like I said we've been taking notes like we're we have some work to do
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's all good we're all gonna get through this right
1: but not too much work because we're balanced so exactly (laughs) really
2: don't extra stress yourself out that is
1: key yeah so okay (laughs)